Good afternoon, my friends. How exciting to have so many people join the live stream today. So welcome everyone from wherever you're watching. We're live on YouTube, we're live on Mixer, we're live on Picato, we're live on my personal Facebook profile. So hello to all my Facebook friends whom I haven't said hello to in a while. I believe we're also on Picato and we're on something else, dlive.tv. And of course we're on Twitch too. And I think there's another service I've forgotten about that. It's in Korea. So hello to all my friends in Korea. There we go. It's an exciting event-packed, jam-packed day today. So thanks, David. Thank you, Christina. Thank you, DreamLab. Thank you, Karen. Thank you, Patrick, for joining. Thank you, whomever. I've forgotten because I'm sure I've forgotten somebody. Please don't take it personally. If I have, say hello. Zinkau, for example. Hello, hello. How are you doing? Very good to meet you. Julian, I have just come back from a little trip to little Haiti where I thought I was going to have a CT scan today, but it turned out they decided to mix my appointment kind of around, like, you know, since it's mixer and all. So there we go. Uh, crazy stuff. My appointment is next week together with the colonoscopy. Anyway, one of those things. Too much information. <laughs> Too much information, perhaps. They're on separate days, so it's not the same day. That would be kind of crazy. Uh, but no, they're on separate days. So we did go there anyway because uh, Julia had a procedure done, just a routine screening. So I, I did spend some time in the, in the waiting lounge there. And um, uh, so we, I had a little bit of... Uh, I, I didn't have a lot of time this morning, is what I'm trying to say. So uh, when I woke up, I found a message from Patrick today. So hello, Patrick. Very nice that you could join us. And I've made the thumbnail that you've seen there uh, on, on, the, on the relevant interfaces, on the relevant services, which was... I'm trying to find it. I'm trying to find it, guys. Uh, here it is. There we go. This is it. And that is a character that we're going to animate. So I've made the animation. I didn't have a lot of time for that. And... Uh, Good. <laughs> Julia says uh, something went wrong, but no, everything's fine. Everything's fine. Cool. So, um, yes, I did that this morning, and it is an animation. Let me, in fact, show you the animation, which for some bizarre reason I can't play back on, on Windows. Can you believe that crazy stuff? So, uh, Windows can render it, but it can't quite play it back. So, here is the animation, and something along those lines we're going to create today. So, I had to upload it to Vimeo, and that's where we can, where we can watch it now. It's uh, something that Patrick said, hey, how would you make a character come out of the light and then uh, come out of the darkness and step into the light? And there are several ways of doing that. And uh, as I said, I didn't have a lot of time to think about that, but I did cobble something together, and I had that render while we were sitting at the doctor. So that didn't take much long, as long as I thought it was going to take. I thought it was going to take like two to three hours to render, but it didn't actually. It only took just over an hour. So that was very, very cool. And we're going to build the, this whole thing. And the exciting thing is that you can get all the scene assets of this scene on my Patreon for free. I mean, you know, if you're signing up as a Patreon, then you get access to those scene files. Anything I've done in preparation, anything I'm building from scratch in this stream, you're going to get the Dash Studio scene, which we're going to take a look at in a moment. So this is it here. That's what we're going to recreate. The top part here is the is the camera view. The bottom part is the uh, preview here. So this is how I've done it. I've moved the light, I've twisted the light, I've moved the camera and I've had the, cam the character step towards the camera. And there's a little bit of magic going on with keyframes. So we're going to see a little bit how that works. Uh, 
few tips I can give you along the lines of animation. David wants to get into animation. Patrick's into animation. Karen wants to get into animation. Is into animation. So, you know, Karen is my latest Patreon supporter together with Zinkhouse. So thank you so much, guys, for signing up. And I'm going to give you that. I'm also going to give you this Photoshop scene in which I've animated this together. So I've, I've tried the fog overlay uh, in the background here. So I can switch that off. There's, it's going on in the background right now. So that she steps basically from the background. The only thing I've done here in Photoshop is assemble the image sequence and replace the gradient at the back because this is, uh, th there's nothing here and that studio just renders that transparently. So there we go. Yes, we're going to learn about that. There's, there's two trickeries going on. One is the positioning of the light dream lab and the other one is uh, the light intensity. So we're going to play with both to create that effect that we've seen. Let's, in fact, let's just watch it one more time. In fact, let me save this here so that we don't lose it. Let's watch it one more time so that we can, we can always, uh, in, while, we're, while we're building this, we can always remind ourselves what we're actually doing. So a couple of other things that are going on here. I don't know if I can pause this. I can, I think, yeah, I can. Can I, can I scroll through this? Ah, just about. So she starts off with uh, like coming out of the light, but we have a light in there already. Otherwise we wouldn't see anything. So there's a light in there already. So this is now shifting the position of the light more towards her face. She's also blinking. And after the blink, she's changing her expression too. And then she stops. And you can, of course, play with that animation for you know as long as you want. I just didn't have the time. So let's see how we can do that. Yes, and Christina and Julia will take care of the link moderation there. Very nice of you to take care of that. I really like that. So I'm going to use a couple of products for this, for this uh, demonstration. This one is Rebecca. That's our main character, Rebecca for Victoria 8 by the wonderful Fred Winkler. He makes amazing characters. If you check out his work, both on Enderosity and on DAS3D, he has an eye. He has the talent. He makes unbelievable characters. Really, really cool. And uh, I found her in my library and I thought we're going to use her. I believe she's from the Victoria 8 Pro and Starter bundle currently on offer at DAS3D. And um, David, this is something we had discussed uh, earlier that uh, Regina, I th <laughs> Regina is not here today, I'm afraid. Uh, but this is something that we've discussed earlier. Sometimes uh, it'll say to you required products. Here, let me just go bring up my little pointing device. There we go, so we can see things a little bit better. Uh, in here, you can see the required products for this is Victoria 8. And if you were to click on Victoria 8, you will also see that Victoria 8 then requires another product. So sometimes that's how custom characters can be very difficult to get all the right products for. So some people have things like required products as Victoria 8 and also head morphs and body morphs. So you know, keep an eye on that. Along with the character, we're going to use this outfit here. And it has two advantages. One is we don't need any hair for this. <laughs> and the second advantage is it renders fairly fast. I think I tried a different outfit first and that uh, just took so long to render. And with animations, you really want to keep it to a minimum. So there we go. Oh, you know her, Patrick, personally? <laughs> yes, she is nice. I haven't played with her for a while, so it's, uh, it's nice, to, <laughs> it's nice to, um, uh, yeah, to get an opportunity to do that. So, uh, yes, the Andromeda sci-fi outfit for Genesis 8 female.
And for the composition, I'm using this here, which is from my own Patreon page, which is the animated fog overlay HD version. And uh, there's upload limitations on Patreon. There you can only upload, I think, a file with about 200 megabytes which is why I've split the one-minute animation that you get into four parts here. And they are just a portion of the animation, so you can just pop them in one another. If you need uh, like a one-minute animation, you can just take one part one, part two, part three, part four. They're all uh, going to go seamlessly once after that. There we go. That's what we're going to use. Let's get on with it. Uh, I'm going to save that scene. So we're going to start with a completely clean slate. So it's not a very long animation here. You can see it's about 100 frames, 108 frames. So that's not too long. And I did that in the benefit render time, of course. So let's see what we can come up with here. Um, let me close that studio down. I like doing that because when you just create a new scene, some of the parameters you will use are still persistent and you don't have to change them from scratch. And I would like you, you know, to get the full, full benefit of what it is that happens when you go and start it afresh and, you know, don't have anything taken over there. Very cool. I still got my dual viewports open. I don't think I'll use them for a while. So I'm going to go and just close them down under Windows viewports, single view. And that'll get me this. So there's a couple of ways we can start. We can bring in the character. We can bring in a plane animation. Yeah, exactly, Zinka. That's exactly right. That also happens. Maybe we'll start with the first thing in the scene, which is just a, a plain old plane, maybe. So let's head over here and create a new primitive. That'll be our floor. If we don't have a floor, then she, would, she wouldn't really cast shadows. And I'm going to make this a 50-meter size just one division primitive Y up and that's going to be our floor here. While I load the character in, let me just go and switch this over to smooth shaded view. Therefore, there's no nudity on YouTube or on Mixer. Very exciting stuff. Let's go over to my figures and load Rebecca in. Rebecca already comes with a iray shader, so that's perfect. That's exactly what we want. And we can give her that Andromeda outfit already. So um, <laughs> let's select her, head over back onto my Smart Content tab. I'm going to click to Wardrobe. There's not that much installed on this machine here. So and this is it, the Andromeda Sci-Fi outfit. And uh, newer sets, they usually have every single item like you know, boots, helmet, gloves, and whatever else comes with it. But they also sometimes have a wearable preset. And that's something I think they've introduced with Genesis 3, with the Genesis 3 range, that if you have wardrobe and it has a wearable preset, that basically puts all these things onto the character at the same time. So you only have to click this thing. Let's try it out. Older content often doesn't have that and you have to select the character, then click on the boots, then click on the shirt, then click on, you know, and then so forth. And you have to do that several times. You can create your own wearable preset. That's also possible. But we're not going to talk about that today. I'm using any blocks that I just magically found in my library. And I don't really recall where they're from. I believe, and don't quote me on this, but I believe they're from the... Genesis uh, 8 starter package, I believe. So uh, where I found them is literally in walks. So under animate, there's walks. And that's where these puppies came up here. And uh, one of them is corner left, 
and then there's corner right. And I was toying with the idea of maybe using them. Whoops, this was corner, this was corner left. If you hover over them, they preview what the animation is doing, but they also expand. So that makes it very difficult to select them here. This is on the bottom left-hand side here. Uh, so this is then uh, corner right. And then there's also the straightforward motion. And there's also a start and a stop. Uh, but I think there's something wrong with the start because she's making her left hand into a fist. So I was considering using those things as well. And in the end, I thought, you know what, let's keep it really short and sweet and simple and just use the forward motion here. So in order to get one onto the timeline, uh, because if I, if I take my cursor over it, then the character is still in its and it's kind of a position there. So if I go and just hover over that and then left click and drag into the timeline here, then I'll see this little red strip appear here. You let go of that and then you've got the full Annie block at that position in the timeline. And uh, it's, I don't know why they've done it. If you wanted to, if you wanted to put multiple blocks on it, you can just, you can just uh, drag that behind it, but they never seem to snap. So I always get this kind of motion here. I'll, I'll just put three in there. I could also extend that, but I need to tidy up these gaps here. So I don't know why there's no, maybe there is an easier way to do it. I just don't know it. And you just go and slide them just next to one another. They kind of snap in place. Don't slide them on top of one another. But if you do this without any gaps, then uh, the character should now walk forward and on the edges of the anti block here one will blend into the other so the walk the forward motion happens seamlessly and this is kind of an interesting concept there uh, you can also remove that i believe in my in that live stream i did a few weeks ago in which i had a camera behind the character that followed the character i've removed that the fact that the character not only uh, moves their arms and legs but also moves forward at the same time so you can move you can remove that and then apply that manually sometimes that's necessary but i'm just going to leave it as it is three blocks in a row standard package is it patrick thank you so much for letting me know i, I sometimes these things just appear and you think oh that's nice but you know you don't really know where they came from <laughs> i've just bought two annie block packages actually from uh, scar motion they were on sale uh, this week i believe and they were for genesis 6 kind of a jogging motion jogging forward and jogging turns the, i think the the price was about 26 dollars per package but they were on like 75 percent off so i thought that's good i want to make a jogging animation for the title sequence like for the pre-holding clock where this character with the camera from behind kind of jogs through one of stonemason's larger sets like the urban sprawl sets and just keeps jogging and jogging and eventually then after five minutes or so arrives at the destination which is a 3d shenanigans sign or jay's desk or something like that so that's one of those things i'm planning for the future The high heels, uh, Patrick, what do you mean? Oh, the fell from scar motion. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yeah, it's, always, it's a good idea to, to just uh, uh, have a look at when these things are on sale and then, you know, then uh, put that on the wish list. So let's see how we can, with animations, the thing is always, it's, um, it's tricky to, to make adjustments to the scene. So one thing about animations, one tip I can give you is use as few keyframes as possible. So while this animation is made with any blocks, 
we're not really going to touch that. We're going to really work with our regular timeline, which when I move the slider here on the timeline, I can see that the character still moves. But the character, if I were to select her in the scene tab, doesn't have any keyframes on it. And that's because Animate does all the heavy lifting for us and interpolates all these little slider movements and stuff. I can bake that into the timeline if I wanted that. But for us, that's not really necessary because we're going to use the Animate animation for our character and everything else will be a keyframe animation. And that means that wherever I set a keyframe, which is represented by one of those little triangular black markings here that is where a motion is kind of saved and then if I scroll my slider forward and set another keyframe then everything about that character is also saved so translation location any kind of morphing sliders and so forth uh, or positions like you know in lights position intensity for camera things like depth of field and focal length and all that so those are all keyframeable things and you do that by uh, parking your cursor somewhere else and then setting a keyframe sometimes and i say sometimes because it doesn't always happen dash studio also detects you've made a change in any of the parameters and sets a keyframe by itself but not always uh, hello candice happy birthday to you <laughs> thank you for joining us from twitch awesome so there we go. Um, so therefore, it's important that when you make any of these changes, you have to make sure you're on the right keyframe. So sometimes you think you're on the, whatever keyframe 50 and you've got your camera selected and you tumble around. You go, oh, no, I've changed the, the all important position of the camera. So there we go. Important to either be on frame one if you're messing around or frame zero rather, or just always double check that uh, that you're. Okay, I guess uh, this is something that we need to kind of uh, uh, block from Twitch. Have you? Oh, good. Excellent. Thank you so much, Julia. <laughs> what did you say? Okay, so there we go. Let's see if we can... Uh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And that's on, that's on Twitch. Have you got access to Twitch? Oh, yeah. Let me quickly do that. No problem. Yeah, this is why we need to have a full-time moderator on the show, everyone. I'm hiring, by the way. Uh, let me just take care of that. Yes, that's a good idea, uh, DreamLab. Maybe I should do that. I see, but I think actually Twitch caught it and uh, there's nothing on Twitch anymore. So that's just, that's just right. Maybe, yeah, actually then that went through to Twitch. Oh, well done. So this is, I uh, thank you so much for that terrible comment because that means we've learned something else today. Uh, that means if you block something through, through Restream, then it'll just go get blocked for good. Cool. The power of the mods. Anyway, let's set up our camera now. So I'm going to go and uh, it's a, the important thing is we need to find a starting position and an end position. So uh, because I don't know what the end position currently is, I'm going to go and move my figure to the very end. And then I'm going to go and see if I can position her, frame her up properly with, uh, uh, with my perspective view just now. Let me just go and select the figure 
and then select that uh, square icon. Uh, that means I have to change the framing or the focal length, but it now means I can rotate around the figure properly. Like a minute ago, I couldn't do that. And you know, that's, that's good uh, if, you can, you know, if you can do that. So uh, I can right click the little zoom icon and then just give it a slightly longer focal length here. And then we're gonna end. on something like this. This may change, but that's just a rough uh, guesstimate here. That should be our end frame. I'm gonna go and create a camera from these parameters. <laughs> yeah, they're lurking everywhere. I think they're called trolls. Let's go create a camera. I'm gonna copy the perspective view attributes here. And the camera is now created and it's also we're still on frame 108 so we're on the last frame of the animation here that's that's important to uh, to remember can you see that here because right now i don't see uh, like a triangle thing underneath the playhead the, the orange thing is the playhead and when i move it the character the character moves back but if i now were to just reposition the camera it wouldn't know that these are the parameters on that frame that i want to lock in so this is something that can trip you up so uh, by just staying on that frame you can use that little plus icon at the bottom here and uh, when you hover, hover over it it says create a keyframe at the current time and what's really important is that you must have the camera selected in the scene tab so let's do that click plus and that has that keyframe now. So now we can go and with the camera still selected, we can go scroll the timeline to the beginning and find our first frame. Whatever we need to do to make it look pretty, dolly the camera away, zoom in, zoom out, whatever. Uh, but with that selected, I'm thinking I'm gonna go and move, oh, I'm so sorry about that. Let's go and select the actual camera, very important, <laughs> so that we can look through the camera and I think I want that to be, whoops, I want that to be, let's see, this is what happens. If I now try and rotate around the figure, I'm just not, I'm just, I'm just turning myself stupid here. So what you want to do is select Rebecca quickly and then center her. That'll ruin our framing, but that's okay. We're just going to go and recreate that anyway. As long as we're on frame zero, everything is good. Make sure to select the camera again. And go on. Actually, we can be we can be a little bit further back here, can't we? Yeah. So I want to start with the white shot, something like that, maybe. And then when I go and move this forward, I'd like my camera to interpolate the motion between these two keyframes. And even if it's if it looks jerky, as long as you're happy with the last frame and the first frame, you're good. That's that's really all we need. Selected the plane there. That's not good. Just uh, select the camera in order to be able to see the keyframes there. <laughs> you shouldn't get nauseous. So, like uh, one of those things is that in the middle. So, if I'm happy with the beginning and the end, and I'm not quite happy with the middle where she's kind of walking off to the right here a little bit, that's okay. Just select a keyframe at the position that you're unhappy with, and then just change that. So, I think. I like for this position to be also in the middle, maybe like that. And then we'll see what that looks like. Yeah, I think that's kind of cool. 
But what can you can fall into this trap where you go and put too many keyframes in at the beginning without sorting out the beginning and the end. I think that's the point I'm trying to make. So don't put too many keyframes in that you will later regret. Make sure the first frame and the last frame is good. Everything in the middle will be just interpolated between two keyframes. And then you pick out the items that you'd like to change. Yeah, I think that's, that's what I'd like you to take away from this. Hey, Rod, and congratulations once again to your 48th wedding anniversary. That is just so super cool. So yes, I think I'm happy with that camera motion. Oh, do we all agree here? Is that, is that cool? We're all happy with that? Because I want to see her in the white shot. Unbelievable, isn't it? 48 years, that is just so cool. So um, yes. <laughs> so she'll be in the darkness here. And this is where light will slowly creep in and then she'll be fully illuminated here. So let's worry about the light and set that up in much the same way. We're gonna go and start perhaps with the, with the last keyframe and with the camera selected and all that, we're gonna create a new spotlight. So that's one thing we can just go do from the menu here, create new spotlight, there we go. We're using a spotlight because I have very good control about how much light will, will be on the inside and on the outside of the cone that it casts. So uh, let's, let's see how to do that. I'm gonna use the apply active viewport transforms on camera one. <laughs> that would be her loss, Rod, that would be her loss. And with the spotlight selected, you can see that now Dastui has actually created a keyframe for that. Can you hear that? Can you see that here? This is not, this doesn't always happen. So it's, you know, just be careful about that. So it has done that. And it's now, if we look through the light at the top here, we can look through the light. We can see what it's going to illuminate so it's going to kind of focus on her and everything between whoops everything between here this is where the light is going to shine with its full intensity on the inside of that circle and from here to the outside of the circle that'll be the fall off so the uh, the on the outside it's going to get darker and darker and darker and then literally on the outside of this circle there'll be no more light at all and the cool thing about this looking through the light is that we can literally get a preview of what will be in the darkness and what will be in the light. So it behaves like a camera. If I go and click this, uh, if I go and uh, select my Rebecca character and click that uh, square thing, it'll zoom in onto her. And I'll go and click my, I'll go and adjust my light. And I'm thinking maybe something like that. just kind of a theory we're going to do uh, better adjustments there in a moment oh and this is oh so sorry uh, this is the last frame isn't it so let's have a look at see if we can just illuminate her upper body head and upper body there see what that looks like rendered And then, of course, thinking of rendering, this isn't going to look good at all because we haven't tweaked the light as itself, like the, the, the um, temperature, color, and, and the intensity of the light. We haven't done that. We haven't tweaked the uh, headlamp, and we haven't tweaked the, what's it called, the environment image. So let's do all these things. Let's start with 
the camera. I've got my camera open on a tab here, so we can go and make sure under the headlamp option, we're just gonna go turn that feature off. No more headlamp. Then the next thing we're gonna do is head over here in the render settings and under environment, we're gonna go get rid of that environment map. In fact, we can either get rid of that or we can just go and select, instead of dome and scene, let's just use the scene lights because we don't wanna use anything else. We only wanna use a single light source here. And that'll be like that. Okay, so that is, you know, a render so, so, so far but it's of course not quite strong enough. The light isn't quite strong enough. So let's go and see how we can do that next. With the spotlight selected. Alien, hello, how you doing? Nice of you to drop by. We're making an animation today. Oh, I'm so sorry, what did you do? No, I can see the Reamstream bot still on Mixer. It's still coming up on my chat. And it's coming up in Vision as well. <laughs> the whole gang is here. We're just fiddling on technical details. So you can, what, what is it that's not? Oh, tell me, please tell me what's, okay. So you guys can see the chat, right? Chat's working fine. Let me know. All streams good. I love it. That's good. Cool. Okay. Yeah, I think so too. I think so too. Anyway, so let's make that light a little bit stronger so that she gets as lit up as actually Alien, since you've joined a little bit later. Maybe I can show you the image that we're, uh, that we're creating here. This is the animation that we're gonna create. This is the kind of look we're going for. And our character is gonna step out of the darkness and go into the light. This is what we're working on right now. With all the bells and whistles. Let's try watching this again. So there's the eye blink and there's the light that gets stronger over time and so forth. So this is what we're going to try and recreate. And currently we're working on the light. We've got the walk animation down and we're going to go work on the light. So uh, that's too dark, I think. And let's make that brighter. So with the light source selected, I like to head over to the parameters tab, but uh, much like with the cameras tab, you have a separate lighting tab under window and tabs here. If you want to have your lights displayed at all time, you can have that here. That's the lights tab. I tend to not to do that because it's just easier for me to reach that from the parameters tab. And uh, what we need to play with here is the lights the light tab. It gives us an intensity slider. That's going to come in handy perhaps later. We're going to leave that as it is. It also gives us um, the spread angle and more importantly it gives us here the photometrics that we're going to crank up. So I'm going to try 20,000 and see what that looks like. That's not bad. That's not bad. Perhaps we're going to make that a little bit stronger. Maybe 30,000. And also, I think the other thing I want to do is just look through the, whoops, look through the light quickly. And I think I'm going to make that fall off radius even narrower. So right now I can see that this is, you can just about see where the lights, uh, where the lights going here with the spotlight selected. I think I'm going to go and adjust that just a little bit. If I'm allowed, there we go. 
I just want to emphasize the, the head more than the rest of the body. So that's where our, where our final shot is going to be. Let's look through the camera one more time. Yeah, I think that'll be, that'll be nicer. But I still like to make the angle of the spread a little bit narrower. So let's see if we just keep an eye on the camera here. Uh, the way to do that is under light. So not under area or photometrics. It's going to be under light. And there's this thing here, spread angle. And I'll just try making this a little bit narrower. And we'll see what happens as a result there. Oh, there we go. It focuses the light a little bit more. I think uh, 24 was a little bit much here. Let's uh, crank that up a little bit. And that also then changes our intensity as a result. Like uh, the light amount is the same. It's just kind of more focused into one place. Yeah, perhaps we're going to go with 40. I think it's 40 good. Is that a little bit too too bright. No, I think it's it's going to be all right. Oh, did you just super chat me, Christina? Yeah, whoa, no, David, thank you so much. Oh, okay. Yes, that is one limitation of the whole mixer system, isn't it? There are no super chat, super chat tips. Thank you so much, David. Awesome. And uh, did that play the animation at least? Or did that also not happen? Did I not play? Okay, cool. That's good to know. Oh, DreamLabs saw it? Saw the zombie guy. Oh, I didn't hear it. That's also because my, my speaker here tends to go to sleep after a while. One of those things. Thank you so much, David. That's very much appreciated. Usually I hear that, and today I didn't hear it. So there we go. Crazy stuff. <laughs> So now that we're happy with, and remember, we're on the last frame here, last frame of the animation, um, we get to see the, <laughs> we, we're on the last frame of the animation. Now we want to go back and lock this in. I mean, there is a keyframe there. I just want to make absolutely sure that Das Studio understands that this is the, these are the parameters of the light I'd like to lock in. So with the spotlight selected in my scene tab and with me being positioned on the correct frame, I'll go and click that plus button here. And that'll just lock those parameters in to whatever object I've selected. And that is true for any parameter that I dial in here. So intensity, photometrics tab, um, translation, rotation, any of these things. So the advantage now is that when we scroll to the beginning, I don't know what the first frame of the light looks like. So I'll go and find out in a minute. It looks like it hasn't changed. Well, that's kind of, that's, that's cool. That's kind of what we, what we want. Um, I'm going to go and make sure that on the zeroth frame of my animation, my light is now set up in a way that I'm happy about it. So one of the things that I did there in my animation is I've turned the intensity down. That's one thing, or I think I turned the luminous flux down. But the other thing is that I've turned the position of the light. I just, I just angled it down a little bit so that rather than shining the light cone at her feet, I'm going to shine that a little bit in front of her feet. So therefore the light then goes and, and kind of pans up at her. So let me try doing that. I think I want to do that with two viewports so that we can leave this one in iRay and the bottom one will just be the regular texture shaded one. Uh, I'll go and uh, create a top and bottom viewport here. 
and the bottom one here I'm just going to go leave like this and in the perspective view I'm just going to zoom out and and have a look at the at the whole scene here I think I don't need the 16 by 9 aspect frame here I just want to see a bit of a, a bit of a scene here drag that down a little bit so um, with this light selected I'm going to go and use my 3d manipulator thing I want to angle that down a little bit so with X rotate that may be tricky to do in the viewport so I'll just go use a parameter here and that's under general and that's transformations there's rotations here so X rotate let's see what we can do yeah something like that something like that and so as you can see already here in the in the OpenGL preview, that'll already make the character a lot darker. So anything that illuminates her now is going to be the spill that the light creates naturally, because there's always a little bit of spill and there's maybe some uh, reflections from the from the bottom shader and all that. So in addition to that, and this is basically this is one this is the only movement I want to change here. Let's go and click that plus icon again with the spotlight selected, that uh, so that we know uh, it's locked in. Also, YouTube played a little bit uh, delayed there, Christina. We have so much to learn, aren't we? <laughs> Very cool. So now if I play this forward, you can see that the light position now changes. Don't get dizzy, Patrick. Don't get dizzy. And that's kind of... that's that's almost what we want here. It's always good to check what this looks like in between. So just like we did before, maybe in between, we're not entirely happy with, uh, with how, this, how this looks. So this, we can set additional keyframes there. I think intensity wise at the end, I'm kind of happy. I think we need a few more additional keyframes for the light to point up maybe a little bit faster but let's do that in a moment i think if we're happy with the intensity let's go back onto the first keyframe and then go over back to the photometrics tab and prank that value down a little bit so maybe we'll start with uh, 10,000, and then just watch the top viewport here maybe that's cool maybe 10,000 is a good starting point here from 10,000 and then we pan up and then the light gets uh, gets stronger as we go along so let's make sure we click that plus sign again so that those values those parameters are locked in ooh victoria 7 is for free how interesting oh yes i think now that you mentioned it i think i saw something like that it's free for her birthday or something very nice Actually, I'm kind of happy with what the light's doing there. It's just getting stronger and more focused. So I think, actually, let's let's leave it as exactly what it is doing right now. I think we're. I'm I'm kind of happy. Are you happy, Patrick, David, Christina? You're happy with all these things? Anyone? Dream Lab. <laughs> cool. Excellent. <laughs> Fantastic. Let me take this opportunity and quickly save this. What do you think? <laughs> it's going to make all of us even happier. Uh, Andromeda. I'm going to call that Andromeda uh, stream scene. How's that? So that we can all tell it apart from the other scene I've made there. Just in case. Alien, you're happy? Good stuff. I see Alien. Andromeda. Oh my god, I'm only now making the connection. This is exciting. 
<laughs> we can do that. We can let's do that. I love it. Viewer suggestion. I love it. So we can do that in in, in one of two ways. We can either mess with the color temperature. I think perhaps to make it a strong thing let's leave the color temperature as it is and just switch over to the light tab and on the zeroth frame or like it's called the first frame of our animation let's do that let's let's create let's put a little bit of a color into the light here uh, with the wonderful windows color picker here i always suggest people don't go for colors like this because that's terrible. Just go and uh, be slightly beyond that. Somewhere in, in this kind of area, that's where you want to be. And find your color. So something maybe something like this, that's blue. And then if you need it to be darker, use that slider here. So perhaps something like that. Let's just, let's just try that. Neither have I, DreamLab. Let's, let's see, if we'll see what happens. So I can already see it's got a bit of a, a blue effect here. I'm gonna go and lock that keyframe in and so I, I, it's a good question does it even animate the color let's have a look i'm just going to go to frame 30 and yes it does look at that it even cycles through colors it makes it green greener yellowish very cool and then it gets progressively whiter look at that and then you could instead of ending up at white you can also end up at i don't know red or something that's also a nice idea that we can try it doesn't have to be that strong a color. It could just be a tinge, but yeah. I suppose you could, and that would then have an effect as if you're messing with either the luminous flux value or with the intensity value. That is also a possibility. That'll just reduce the, the light intensity altogether, I think. I mean, let's, let's have a look. What happens if we just make that black here? No more light. Yeah, that's exactly the effect. You happy to end up with uh, with white, or shall we try giving us something like you know a kind of a uh, a reddish tinge? You could, yeah, that's that's true. You could do that too. Could have her end up this way. No, I think I don't. I don't like the sound of that. Let's let's leave her white. I think like starting her blue and then going white is a great idea. Let's do that. So we haven't changed the light at the end, so I don't need to do anything about the keyframe there. Okay, so uh, literally with the light happy. Oh my God, are we done already? That can't be, that can't be. There's gotta be more to do. So uh, I'm thinking, what I'm thinking of is her expression. There's the expression and the eye blink that I'd like to add there. But other than that, I think with the, I'm happy kind of with the first frame. I'm not entirely sure about the strong color changes here. We'll only find out once we've rendered the animation, of course. <laughs> depth of field could do but i'm not sure if we're going to see much of it because we don't have anything in the background that is a possibility we can do that uh, but i think i won't because it's just we're not gonna we're not gonna see anything other than our uh, our plane here what we what we could potentially do is put a transparency map on the plane so that we have something just like a like a gradient map from from black to white if you can make one and send that to me i'll add that there because then we don't have that we don't have that horizon here at the end and then that just kind of blends into oblivion and that will blend better with the composition in photoshop 
So if anyone's game, make me a 1024 by 1024 JPEG image, just a subtle gradient from pure black to pure white. That should do the trick. And then we'll put that on our plane and that will avoid that harsh edge that we have here. Haha. -ha. So let's work with the expression here quickly. Um, and I think in my, in my last scene, what I did there was uh, roughly at about the middle. I, I left everything from the beginning to roughly about the middle when we can, when we can just about see her face, like maybe six, say uh, frame 60. Let's see if we can see her face there already. I think I want to go back to the single viewport. No, actually, I'm going to leave, leave it like here. So it's a little, still a little bit dark here. Let's go maybe to frame something like this. Yeah, so we can see her eyes there. That's good. That's very good. So let's go and, and go to about, yeah, same frame 70. And add a bit of eye blink there to the, to the motion. So the eye blink morph is in the character's head. So let's go and select her head here. Left click on that and say uh, Rebecca's head, not the Andromeda helmets. It's got to be the Rebecca's, Rebecca's head. Let's select that. And that now will show you on the timeline that uh, we have no keyframes. So that's, that's perfect. That's exactly what we want. On post controls up here, clear the, that down. Under post controls, under head, we can find eyes. And eyes has a really long list of what she can do with her eyes, like eyes relax, eyes anything cross-eyed and all that. So we just want to find the eyes open closed morph. And this is here. That's the eyes open closed. I think maybe for us to see that better, let me just go and zoom in onto her face here so that we get a better impression of, of her eyes, that we can see that a little bit uh, better down here. And so that this thing isn't in front of it, we don't need the directions and the gizmos, I'm just going to go and click this arrow icon here and that'll just make the gizmo disappear. I can still select items, but it'll make the gizmo disappear. So now I can see her eyes here. So the eyes closed slider works in percentage. You can have more than 100%, which is like a really closed blink, but that is not what we want. So I think this, we don't actually blink our eyes like that. We, we don't even close them properly when we blink. We just do that much more subtle, so probably to about here. So 80% is probably enough for her to blink. And this is another thing about animation. Uh, I would think we close our eyes quicker than we open them up. Uh, I believe we, we all do that. So it's kind of this motion going there. Like, you know, do you know what I mean? So I think I'm going to allocate two frames to close and four frames to open. That's just a guess. It kind of, that, that looks better than having a linear motion with, you know, three frames closing and three frames opening. So that, that would look very, that would just look too linear. That's right, exactly. That's exactly what we're going to do. So um, in order to make that happen, on frame 70, Dastudio has already created a keyframe here. That's fine. We're going to go and uh, delete that because I want to show you how to do that. It sometimes does it when you fiddle with the slider, no matter what that slider's position is. So we can't just close our eyes on frame 70 because that would mean Dastudio would interpolate eyes open from frame zero to eyes closed on frame 70 and that would look terrible. So what we need is one keyframe with her eyes open so that there's currently no interpolation from frame zero to frame 70. Eyes are just open all the time. And then at frame 70 they're open. Now we're going to go forward maybe two frames 
one, two. And at that point, we're going to go and close the eyes. Just like with that eyes closed slider here. Uh, no, I think to white. I think, uh, yeah, I think make it to white, Christina, because then th that means that where that position is, we don't get to see a uh, line at all. So that would, that would help. Biscuits. Ooh, and biscuits, thank you so much. See, I didn't hear anything again. What a shame. Thank you so much, Biscuits. Awesome. That is so cool. Super chat from Biscuits. Thank you. Yes, I think... There we go. Now I'm hearing it. Okay, there was a delay. There's, there's definitely a super chat delay today. This time I did hear it, actually. Thank you so much, guys. That's very exciting. <laughs> so cool. And the zombie is walking. Yes. Zombie. All right. So two frames in. We're going to go close the eyes to about here. 80-ish percent. That's cool. We'll do that. Now that the eyes are closed, let's walk four frames forward. So one two three four you can also use that little uh, that uh, this little where is it one of these this is step thing here that's this is step to the next frame this is the this is that thing so four frames further we're going to go and put that back to zero now sometimes dastardly behaves really weird when you go and would use the reset value so i recommend you don't do that even though that would be the appropriate thing to do. Death Studio sometimes doesn't like that. I'm not entirely sure why. But let's do that manually or type in a zero. That's cool. And just to make sure, because I'm a belt and braces kind of guy, just click that plus button again so that there's definitely that keyframe there. So that will now be that eye blink here. I'm kind of happy with that. Great. The other thing, one other thing I did was to interpolate from this keyframe to the very end to add just a slight emotion into the face. So right now we haven't dialed any emotional, <laughs> emotional expressional sliders in there. And that's cool. We can, we can keep it that way. But I think it'll look really good while she's walking towards the camera that her facial expression just changes ever so slightly. And uh, I think we should do that. Ooh, that would be that. Absolutely, send it over. I'd love to try it out. That's a great idea. Yeah, you can stack any blocks. So if you have a blink any block, you could put that on top of the walk any block. And if it's the correct character, of course, then you could just basically repeat the loop, the repeat the blinking pattern, and then have your character auto magically blink every two three seconds. So that's very cool. That makes animations a lot faster. So if you have a long sequence there, like thousand frames or so, it's really good to just create one blink any block and just um, keep looping that. A wink? Um, we could do a wink. Let's not do a wink today, Patrick. You wanted fog and everything. I've given you fog, man. I've given you everything. <laughs> Let's do the wink another day. Let's go to the last frame of the animation. And I'm going to go and just shift my, my perspective view here over so that we can see her face a little bit closer up. And uh, on the last frame of the animation, let's head over to our expressions. And I don't have that many installed here, but something like, you can either have shock. <gasps> That's cool. Maybe we're the enemy. She's approaching us and we're the enemy. What do you think? That's one thing. We could have smile, full face. Ah, thank you so much. That's exciting. Thank you, Christina. 
or they're surprised. Let me go and uh, switch this back to texture shaded up here as well. And the expressions dial in just a little bit quicker. So which expression? <laughs> we are the alien, exactly. It's also frown. Hmm. Don't know if we're the alien or not. Or oh, there's flirting. Patrick, woo, woo. there's the wink that you're after. Perfect, there's the wink. <laughs> Patrick's been hurt. Or oh, she's maybe angry. That doesn't look like angry. That looks more like uh, the pouty face. Or oh, there's afraid, be very afraid and shocked. And surprised at the same time. Now that's an expression to scare little children, isn't it? So uh, let's not do that. Uh, which expression would you like to see her pull there subtly? Great, thank you. Thank you, Zinka. That's exciting. Yes, the helmet moves with the face. It's kind of it's good. It's, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I suppose uh, when, you, when she opens her jaw, I suppose maybe the helmet is kind of parented to the jaw, and that, or it's kind of rigged that way, that's possible. Intrigues, like, hmm. Maybe surprise. Now, I'm not entirely sure about the mouth movement here, I must say. Maybe just shock, like what, uh, what Alien said, like, we are the alien. But then that doesn't look very friendly, so maybe, you know, we just... Smile, full face. I don't know, flirty? Let's try flirty. Well, that is your wink. Let's, let's do that. Okay, let's do, let's do the wink. So we'll do that, 100%-ish. Yeah, let's, this is more like a Mr. Spock type moment, isn't it? Yeah, let's do that, that's cool. We'll do that. So on the last frame, uh, Das Studio has put a keyframe in here already, but you know, let's, let's go. Let's go put a plus sign in here, and see what that looks like when we go and scrub through. Yeah, look at that. That's perfect. So she blinks, and then she goes into her into this thing here. Well, that's that. We've got the blink. We've got the frown thing. We've got her coming out of the dark, revealing her slightly. The only one other thing I want to do. And I like doing that for, for literally all animations with characters. I like her eyes to point at the camera at all times because right now she's just kind of staring into oblivion there. I like to make eye contact or like her to make eye contact with us. So let's do that. That's, uh, that's also fairly easy to do. By, uh, and I need to do that on the, on the first frame of vision, ideally. Let's go zoom into onto her head and to make sure we actually see something here I'm gonna go click Control L and then we get the preview light so let's right click one of her eyes and find that we can't select the eye that's terrible isn't it huh. let's do that manually shall we <laughs> under the head <laughs> long live the wink under the head up here I get the left eye and the right eye and I'll go select the left eye first and then I'll go over here onto the parameters tab and under misc we can find that we have the point at parameter and that's cool because we can now go point that at something of a choice like in this case the camera let's do that and hit accept in an ideal world the eye should have actually changed but because this is that studio it hasn't <laughs> so what we have to do let's just do that with the right eye as well right eye point at the camera 
accept. What we have to do here is move our animation slider just a little bit. And then as soon as you move the character, this, uh, this will kick into action. So there we go. Don't look at this because this is not actually the camera. She's, uh, we're looking at the perspective view, so it's almost like she's not really looking at us here. So, but if you look at the top frame, she does, in fact, mesmerize us from the moment she starts walking. So at the point where the head is revealed and when we see her blink, we do actually see her looking at us. So that's, that's what I'm hoping here. I'm not entirely sure about the about the wink she just doesn't look friendly friendly enough to me i'm going to go click the head again and i may just overlay another expression on that so flirty maybe i'm going to also have her smile a little bit yeah look that's the evil smile oh you're losing me oh my god i look terrible what's going on all right shall we try this again what do you think has this all calmed down i've had a look at the server that has been kind of you know used by restream because remember my stream goes to restream restream goes to mixer and youtube and all the other you know troll networks and so then uh, he's back indeed so uh, i'm i've just selected a different server i don't know which one is selected but we've got heavy rainfall here maybe you know i, I, I tried washington now see if there's one there was one in miami i thought that would be kind of the closest one but perhaps that wasn't the case so yes like you said perhaps i'm going to make turn this into a full video and just upload that to youtube maybe i'll do that so there we go now where were we i'm glad you're still here this is cool and let me know when the quality kind of tanks again to amsterdam yes maybe i should do that transcontinental package shifting i like it <laughs> so um I've just saved our scene just so that uh, you know that nothing bad is happening here and I've also got a local recording yes I have so that's that's good that's good uh, what were <laughs> what were we doing last time we checked was it the expression saying yeah there we go cool so now she's got this evil this evil kind of smile going here I don't know why her eyes are more like closing with this thing. I'm not entirely sure about that. Maybe it's just the two things overlaid. Maybe being flirty and happy at the same time. Yes, I see that kind of closes the eyes just a little bit here. Yeah, maybe that's cool. <laughs> let's leave the eyes as they are now then. That's cool. And let's see if we're happy with all the steps of the animation. If I go and close my second viewport down here, go back into single view, and that's the camera. And we'll just check now at just four or five spots in the animation that we're actually happy with this in iRay. So let's try the beginning here. Do you know, maybe she destroyed the live stream. Could that be it? I don't know. Maybe she's going, <laughs> what are you doing to me? You're in full control. I don't like that. I'm like alien queen. And then I'm going to add uh, Christina's, um, Christina's link here as well. That's another idea. Let me just quickly do that. How am I going to do that? Ah, let me do that on here. Did you put it on Discord as well? No, you put it in... She's put it on Discord? Okay, cool. I thought Zin put it on Discord. I think Zin put his blink animation on Discord. Oh. 
she did i think that was in excuse me we'll, we'll be with you in a second I think it was just the link Christina I'm so sorry could you okay great then I'm gonna have a look in discord thank you Christina that's perfect so I'm just gonna go and drag that out into this and then I'm gonna do this and I'm gonna go it's kind of you know cloud file link thing I'm gonna go and put that into my creative cloud thing here gradient one that's awesome and that I should be able to pick up right from here so let's see what happens when we apply that on the plane and that would be on the surfaces tab under plane under default there's geometry and all I need here is the cutout opacity I don't know which way around the UVs are with this uh, with the plane so we may have to just rotate the plane oh this is from uh, biscuits patreon package by the way these are grass patterns very cool stuff <laughs> thank you biscuits by the way very cool uh, gradient there it is let's add that and see what happens ah. curious and curious so I think the has the background worked the back or is it on the left or right I can't even really see that now Let's have a look in the texture shaded view just from the top here. Shouldn't we be able to see that here? Yes, yes. Okay, cool. It's such a large plane that I think that's what the that's what the issue was. So it's actually correctly correctly put here. This is where we see the solid ground and this is where we see the transparency. So I can either now move the whole plane backwards whoops i'm so sorry <laughs> move the whole plane backwards i was on the wrong on the wrong button here this is how i can see that now this is the solid ground here that's perfect that's the way she's facing and this is where the transparency is so we're, we're lucky there i think instead of uh, moving the plane i'm just going to compress the plane and make it slightly shorter i think i'll do that so with the plane uh, selected and just my my thingy tool here i'm just going to go and make that perhaps I'm going to use my parameters for that the Z scale and just do that and then perhaps also move the plane oops move the plane further back I hope she's not going to walk off the plane but actually by that time we're not she's not going to be in vision anymore so it'll be should be okay don't walk to the edge of the plane Rebecca so let's see what that looks like in the well actually if we go on let's see what that looks like through the camera oh I'm falling man I'm falling I'm still not getting the sense that she's actually walking on something there. Maybe the plane does need to move. 
even further. So I suppose here by frame, what is it, frame 30, we're not going to actually see her feet anymore. But before that, I do really want that plane to be uh, to be visible there. Let's make it happen. Was that the Z translate? Yeah, it is, isn't it? So Z translate to about here. Clever, and then we don't actually see that anymore. So that's cool. That should work. <laughs> David, that's hilarious. Yeah, cool. If we just ignore the bottom of the picture. Then we can blend her better now with uh, like that fictitious background in Photoshop. Yeah, let's do that. I think that's going to be cool. So the first frame is okay. We're getting into that, into that light changing realm here now at about frame 50. And we're just about to reveal her face at about frame 60, I guess. Can just about see the eyes, make the eyes out about frame 60, 70. This is where the eye blink is kicking in now. If we wanted to reveal that a little bit beforehand, we can just tweak the light a little bit. I think it's going to be all right. I think it's going to be nice that way. So we can do one of two things now. In order to actually see the animation, we can now uh, have my computer actually render it out at maybe a lower resolution at something along the lines of maybe uh, 100 iterations. It's not going to look great in regards to quality, but it would give us an accurate idea of how that's going to look like. Would you like to do that? Or shall we do the Photoshop part of this with the animation that I've just done? because that's just, you know, quickly going through how to do this in Photoshop. Render super fast. I mean, we can, let's, let's try. Let's see if what happens if we just save this scene and we go and uh, have a look. This is how I would set it up. So for an animation under progressive rendering, this is what I would do. I'd switch off rendering quality and I'd override the max samples. So let's let's try let's we can we can try something like 100 samples and see what that looks like. Also in regards to size, I think I'd probably try uh, maybe 1280 by 720 or something even lower than that. Let's see what it looks like if we do that. I'm not going to switch off render quality because I wanted to see you um why that is important. So let's go and go ahead and render this and see what happens. With quality enabled, we're not even going to get to 100 samples because before then, I guess the image will be, oh no, we don't, <laughs> okay, bad demonstration effect. Sometimes you don't even get to the end of your max samples because the iRay engine will report, hey, 95% is already converged on the scene. And in a scene like this, especially in the early frames of that, it'll be, it's that's very likely that that happens if I press if I go to frame 10 or something and if I try to render this again we may have 
converge the 95% of the image because there's not much to converge. But the face, like now, you know, the render is basically done, but uh, the face would still be fairly grainy. So in that respect, if we wanted to, um, yep, the noise are a good idea. If we wanted to guarantee at least 100 samples per frame, we just have to switch that off. So we may do that. And uh, yeah, like, uh, like you said, Alien, let's switch on that denoiser after about eight iterations. Let's see what it looks like at about, let's, let's see, about frame 75. And then render that again. It may actually be possible to just render that while you watch. That'd be kind of cool. And then we can chat about, you know, God and the world, have a cup of tea. That's 100 iterations with the denoiser. Did you even see how many seconds that was? That was crazy. Let's, let's find out. I'm intrigued. View your log file at the very end of this. I said end of this. Uh, uh, five seconds. We can do that. Your, my mouse. It's, it's this one here. It's uh, Logitech M325. This is very cool. It, it does this it's a musical instrument as well. <laughs> let's go for it. Let's render all these frames out. I don't mind. Let's do this. We've got the time. It's cool. Let's go and make a new folder. Uh, perhaps, uh, perhaps I'm going to go and create that new folder. So up here, uh, we're going to render a still images, not a movie. It's going to be an image series of PNGs. That's also important. And here we're going to go and define a folder. So mine was Andromeda. So I'm going to go and create a new folder here. I'll call it Andromeda Stream. In that folder, we're just going to have to give it now a file name for the series base. So I'll call that uh, Andromeda Stream as well. Did I spell that correctly? Yeah. Perfect. And now I just have to click render, I think. Let's save this one more time, just in case. So also, just making sure that my RTX 2080 is actually correctly underclocked because otherwise, you know, the universe blows up and it's just, uh, it's just not doing anyone a favor. See, this is not, this is not what I have set up. This is crazy. It always, it just, this tool that needs to be replaced with something else. Firestorm, not a big fan. It just doesn't save the value. There we go. And now let's try it out. That is exactly right, Patrick. That is exactly my experience as well. That is that is precisely why I don't like uh, create rendering to to AVI files. There's also all kinds of incompatibility issues like Photoshop, case in point, awesome stuff. Photoshop can render out an animation as an MOV file on Windows, can't play it back natively. Eww. That's awesome. Afterburner is what I'm going to try next. Thank you. I've heard good things about Afterburner, but I've not had the not had the chance. So yeah, that's exactly what we're going to do. Because I haven't had the chance, Patrick. I haven't had the chance. Ooh, X Batman Slayer X. Thank you for the follow. So um, while this is rendering, we can always have a quick look how we need to proceed in Photoshop. 
It is a great QA time. Yes, actually, in fact, let's let's do that. Let's do QA instead of doing Photoshop. Let's do Photoshop in a minute, and I'm going to go and keep. I don't really know. That's uh, you know, uh, I, that's just my observation. I don't really know why it happens. I can only tell you that. Um, yeah, that's that's the case. I suppose it has got to be a codec thing because if I do it on my Mac, it plays it back fine. But on on Windows, I've not had any luck. Even with um, with VLC, VLC does it, but it's it's a very jerky motion there. Maybe it's like an off off codec or something. But yes, it's Q and A time, my friends. Uh, let's see how long this renders, and we'll see if we can see our animation in full glory. I don't know what MPCBE is, Patrick, I'm afraid. Yeah, I don't think I've, uh, I've heard of that. That's a good question. I'd love to give you an answer, but because the computer's rendering now, I can't. I believe so. I would imagine so, only because they were based on... Um, here she is. They came out when when Genesis 8 was already out. So since it's it came out when Genesis 8 was, was there, I would imagine it's iRay render ready. There's often little notes in here. Yeah, so we have iRay materials and 3D light materials. That's nice. I would imagine that iRay was applied by default. But I haven't checked that. It's a good, it's a good point to um, to check that. It may not have been because we in the promo images we have all kinds of gloss here. That could be because of a very long render, or it could be because I just haven't loaded the iRay materials. That's a very good point. Is uh, Media Player Classic? Is that the one that used to be in Windows Seven? Is that the one MPC? But we'll check that. As soon as the computer's finished rendering, we're totally going to check that. Well, that's a nice little tip because I'm, I've been a fan of VLC for a while. And VLC is kind of a go-to Swiss Army knife for anything video transcoding and encoding. But sometimes it just doesn't... Uh, uh, it doesn't really work well like in, in this case. So I'll check that out. Oh, great. Rod, that's exciting. Shall we, uh, shall we watch it together? Let's watch it together, shall we? <laughs> Let's do that. I think uh, I can go and open my Restream chat here and then hopefully open the link from there. Let's see. Oh, but it's not supplier because I've got Restream open on the other computer. <laughs> Looks like the only way for me to do that is to open uh, my own mixer page and grab the link from there. That may break the universe as well into like this, into this never ending loop now here. There we go. All right, let's watch Rod's animation together. Oh yes, I've seen that. That's been that's been there for a few years, hasn't it? Was this a scar motion block, Rod? Oh, YouTube, that wasn't nice, was it? 
Alien P, thank you so much. This is awesome. Woohoo! I love it. Thank you. That is so cool. <laughs> thank you, Christina. Thank you for letting me know. A fully technical, technological world here. This is great. Very nice. And that was in, uh, in what's it called? Firefly, correct, Rod? Look at that, frame 46, and we've been going five minutes. That's cool. We're going we're gonna to see the result of that in no time. Perhaps I'm going to go and install this Media Player Classic, actually, while we're here. You know, let's do that. Uh, Media Player Classic. By the way, just a quick update on what we did there last night. I did a spontaneous live stream last night. And is this it, Patrick? Let me know. Uh, if it is, in fact, it looks like it is. Perfect. We're going to totally try that out. I've tried swapping a hard drive from an old laptop into a new laptop. And well, new laptop, they're both old laptops. But I took an old hard drive out from an older laptop and put it into my MacBook Pro, which is running High Sierra right now, but I can't update it any further than that. So I put that hard drive in and yeah, last night, uh, DreamLab and Christina and uh, Zincow, we were all installing, we we're hanging out on Mixer and we were installing Windows on a MacBook. That was exciting. And this morning I was, uh, <laughs> Did you know, Rod? Of course. <laughs> um, uh, that's right. Yes, you probably saw that. That's exactly right. And uh, uh, this morning I tried it out. Uh, all I had to do to finish that off was literally plug a network cable in and run the Brigadier thing. And that then downloaded all the bootcamp drivers, installed them, and now I can actually more or less use it. It's not elegant, but uh, I can use it. So, yeah, that's cool. Oh, MPC HC. I think I'm going to go and install that when we're done rendering here. I don't want to interfere with, you know, whatever Das Studio is doing and all that. <laughs> yes, I think Scarmotion has this, uh, they have in his Aniblocks, he has these two versions, one with uh, bounce, I think he calls it, and one without bounce. So um, there's bounce in both the breasts and the, the glutes. There's a lot of bouncing going on there. It's a little bit overdone. Some, some video games do that. There was this uh, Xbox game which was called Dead or Alive Extreme Beach Volleyball for the Xbox 360, and that's just completely overdone. Or uh, yeah, I think the whole Dead or Alive series has breast bounce in there, and it's some, some iterations that just got a little bit carried away. Yeah, and it was, it's an, it was an interesting game because everyone really appreciated those characters in, from the game. And so they took the female characters and put them into a volleyball game. There's this PlayStation 4 version out that's only available in Japan because the developer apparently thought it would be not suitable for... The Western market would just not understand, basically. That was their explanation. <laughs> It, I do have it. It is about, have I got it still? Or is it, um, it was about 400 megabytes. I think uh, uploading it may, may, may prove a little uh, uh, difficult. But when we render this out, it'll be the same MOV codec and we'll see if MPC uh, will, will play this back correctly. MPCHC, very, very good name that, I must say. 
If you have any other questions, please fire away. This is a good time to, to ask. That's really good to know. I've not even heard of that tool. That's that's you know, I must I must read all about it. I've not I've not ever heard of that. I thought L VLC was the only kind of the the lightweight go to player, but you know, maybe I'm wrong. I immediately love the absence of advertising on the website, so that instantly speaks to me. And it's open source, right? I would imagine. Very cool. Well done, Rod. Awesome stuff. <laughs> oh, I see. This does something to my to my uh, lighting quality. Look, this works like a softbox now. I have to have this up rather than that because that changes the color of my face instantly. How exciting! So, what can you do now that you've that you've ranked up, Rod? Let's let's see you do something with skills or whatnot. I'm gonna try. I'm gonna try my skills here as well. <laughs> Woohoo! Uh, look at that, 21 followers, guys. This is awesome. Don't forget to to. Um, but you know what? Let's have let's have a giveaway. This is the oh this is the God. perfect opportunity to try that that restream button. Do a giveaway. Let's let's do this thing. I'm not sure what you're going to get. Maybe a free copy of the MPCHC. That's a good idea, isn't it? So let's go and say. Giveaway. Here we go. All right. In three, two, one, and restream bot again. I can't believe it. We have to do several giveaways because we're not entirely sure how this works now. It could be that the that this means that somebody from YouTube has won it. Maybe that's what the bot wants to say, or one bot's giving it to another bot. I mean, you know, yeah, this is right four times in a row. Well, we're going to try this again. This is terrible. Giveaway starting now. Come on. And yeah. yes, Patrick, thank you so much. You've won a free copy of MPCHC. Download it now from mpchc.org. Oh, hang on a minute. You gave me that tip, didn't you? Crazy. Oh, well. It's totally free. You can totally download it now. In fact, I'm generous. All, you can all download one copy. <laughs> You've all won. This bot that I'm currently looking into, that will allow us to have a counter that we can give each other points or whatnot. And there's, there's you know, 100 J points, yes. And tell you what, exactly, pizza. What's, what did I do earlier? Box of donuts here, guys. Let's, let's have, have some donuts. There we go. That's, that's nice. Yes, I've got, uh, yeah, I, I keep ranking up. We're all ranked over here. Oh, it says we're gonna we're coming to a very exciting part in the render. It's now on frame 98, everyone, and I believe we're going to frame 108. So we're almost we're almost there. I can barely wait. Well, a uh, thousand J points buys you a free copy of MPCHC, Christina. How many J points have you got right now? Have you been counting? Because <laughs> I've lost count. The Denoiser is my favorite toy. Absolutely, Patrick. 
There's something, I, I think I've mentioned this before, there's something I've noticed in, uh, so here live, coming up here to frame 108, it's going to be exciting. Uh, there's something I've noticed I've got with the, with the absence of the other RTX 2080 graphics card in this machine. I've put a very old K4000 graphics card in here as the second graphics card. And it looks like, I thought I'm going to offload streaming to that, it's actually not efficient. Uh, I didn't know this, but the guys from OBS told me this. They said it's totally not efficient because it takes longer to copy one frame to the other card to transcode than to just leave it on the RTX 2080. Also, another bit of knowledge uh, for streaming thing here, the RTX cards, all of them, 2060 all the way up to 2080 Ti, they can encode and it doesn't take any power away from the rendering capacities or capabilities. So on my GTX 970, I definitely knew that when I was streaming, it wasn't as powerful as when I was not streaming. And now it doesn't make a difference anymore at all. So that's very, very exciting news. So RTX, the streaming card. Yes, I thought that was interesting, yeah. And the guys from OBS say it's not efficient to use a second graphics card as an encoder for the stream and then use a, another graphics card for, uh, for, the, for the actual thing that you're doing. Okay, so with all our images rendered, uh, this was just a test render, now we can totally close that down. Let's go and open the Photoshop the Photoshop. I like putting the in front of things. It <laughs> makes them more special, I find. And let's see what we can do there. So first of all, to import an image sequence into Photoshop, we can... Is that Studio not rendering? Oh, good stuff. So in order to do that, we can head over to File Open. And when we go to that folder in which we have that image sequence. Select the first item in the stream and then select image sequence over here. On the Mac it works exactly the same way but this isn't exposed so you have to click a button I think options it says and when you do that then Photoshop will go and ask you for the frame rate in our case 30 frames a second just just fine and it'll do its thing and now it has imported this whole thing as an image sequence into a video group so we can close that and we can put anything above or below it just like we've known this from uh, from other uh, things in, from other layers in Photoshop so that's our animation that's that's not bad make that slightly smaller so I can navigate better Photoshop isn't the best at playing this back. It kind of buffers so many frames. So I can see a little bit of a camera jerk going on about here. But it's okay. I mean, she comes from the dark and she, she goes into the light. So I think then I'll just go and use a regular gradient. I can use black to purple on this. Maybe I'll just go and do that with just a regular new layer which needs to be underneath that video group. <laughs> and also that layer needs to be... <laughs> what did you say? Yes, uh, I would do that in Adobe Premiere as well, but I currently don't have the Creative Cloud subscription and <laughs> that uh, that kind of puts a damper on that. But I'm, I'm thinking about getting it uh, so let me just leave that there. Uh, once my, I've got a two-month 
free Photoshop trial, I believe. And once that's over, I'll go and sign up to the Creative Cloud. So with that, I'm going to go and create, I'm going to use my gradient tool here. And I'm just going to go see what happens on this layer. Uh, interesting, that's, yeah, something like that. Perhaps more, more dark towards here. It's always a bit trial and error, this, for me anyway. Yeah, I don't really want that, want that sharpness here, and I'd like a bit of darkness to start here. Oh, maybe that's the way to go. There we go. That's nice. That is nice. I'd also, we can also uh, add a little bit of extra to this frame. Uh, just at the end, we could just use take the last frame and just just keep that going here for a little bit. Um, Interestingly, and I really don't know why that happens, if I, yeah, thank you so much, Rod. If I go and just place that as an embedded image in now, I'll go and create the, use the last image here, 108, then for some bizarre reason, Photoshop doesn't bring it in scaled up correctly. If I were to go and try and scale that up like this, that's just gonna, that's just not gonna work, is it? I, I, don't, I don't know why. Photoshop does that. Maybe I'm gonna have to go and uh, maybe I'm gonna have to do this slightly differently. So uh, I think what I'll just do is I'll open this and bizarrely this works. I, I can't for the life of me figure out why. Maybe you've got a tip uh, for me there, Christina. If I open this image on a new tab and then I'll just go and duplicate that layer here and put that into the untitled version here, our untitled file. Uh, and then I'll just put that here. Then it is the correct size and position. I, I don't really know why that is, <laughs> but I would imagine that place embedded should just import the the same size that I've just imp imported with my with my animation. So there we go. Oh, okay. Yeah, because the thing is, uh, this is the other interesting thing. I could get the Creative Cloud for thirty dollars a month instead of whatever the other price is, 50, I think. And um, that's something that I thought, hmm, I guess that's because I used to buy, uh, yeah, see, I, I got it for 30 because I've, I've been giving Premier thousands of dollars for years, I think, and then I took a break when they went subscription. I boycotted them, so. Okay, no problem. I just worked out the workaround that if you if you get to this, issue that when you go and say place embedded and the same image that you've just added there is now coming up smaller it's um you know it doesn't make that much sense uh, but when you open it and then just copy the layer over it works it's magic <laughs> so one last thing i want to do to this animation before we're going to render it out and try mpc hc patrick's patrick's raffle win i guess <laughs> Patrick's nice tip, I should say, is I'm going to use my my fog overlay here, and I'll go and I think I'll use that uh, place embedded from from that. If I remember where that was, I think it's under videos. Uh, was it assets? Yeah, there we go. Fog. I'm just going to use part one of this, 
and that is this now so that's actually it's put it into the right position already I'll just go click return so that it locks it in this is the video track I can now move so our character is at the top here that's perfect and behind it is now the fog layer and then behind that is the gradient so when I move that it has the effect that there's fog behind her but not in front of her and even when we have oh yeah actually now I need to move these layers around because this is an effect that we don't want so this is what fog in front of her would look like I guess we don't want that let me just go and put that layer over here and then now that should just be a continuous thing and there's no fog in front of her just behind her that's kind of cool and we can go and uh, just make that a little bit shorter here we can we can add that as well I, I was uh, I was toying around with the idea to put uh, fog overlay on top of her as well and then kind of mix that with the background fog there'll be like a lot of fog and then we can turn the opacity down from that fog in front of her what do you think fog in front of her as well Julia says yes <laughs> Patrick is thinking hmm Patrick was into fog let's do that let's do it so I'm gonna go and select the video group here with the intention actually I can just uh, duplicate it here so uh, uh, like that now I'm gonna drag that over that and that I'm just gonna go and drop the opacity down just a tiny amount that's right exactly in front and with load opacity just for 10% here let's see what that looks like atmospheric that's what it looks like oh this layer isn't quite long enough so there we go are we all happy here <laughs> what does it look like with more opacity it just turns into gray mush at one point so I guess let's go let's go with 15 percent 18 percent <laughs> I'm glad I'm glad Rod this is what it's all about getting inspired by this so let me go and save this uh, as well here in I believe that's on the desktop Andromeda prep I'm just gonna go and put that thing in here and I'll call it Andromeda stream yeah that's good so you get those scene files as well I'm gonna give you all of that so you can examine this is this is the point of that that you can go in and examine and see how did he do the layers again what was that thing about how we, we talked about opacity and I can't quite remember you know that's that's what the point of these scene files is you can get this video out of there either with this little thingamajig here and then go ahead and uh, hit render video that's one possibility or you can go up to the regular file menu and say export and there it is at the bottom here render video oh, there we go <laughs> render video they both do the same thing it doesn't matter it gets you to technically the Adobe media encoder menu which is kind of cool so I'll leave it as Andromeda stream that's exciting you can set a folder here and in Adobe medium coder you can also spit out an image sequence again I guess in this case we do want a video file so choose the media encoder and you can pick a quality preset here uncompressed medium or high let's try let's try high just for the sake of it see if that um, 
that player can play that back properly. You can assign an alpha channel here if you wanted to do something else with that, like an overlay in a video editor or something. And you can go and say render. Haha. And then we'll try MPCHC to play this back. Yes, absolutely. And remember, this fog overlay here, that is, uh, you get that from my Patreon. All Patreon supporters, no matter what tier, get that asset for free. I've got another one that I've, I've just found, actually. Uh, it's, it's ready to go. I may just post that over the weekend. It's the noise animation, the one that's like the VHS-type noise and the audio static. So I'll post that on there as well. And you can have access to that as well. It works in the same way. You can overlay it, and then you can just uh, uh, modify the blending mode. And it's... Uh, you know, fun for the whole family, I tell you that. Uh, where did I say that again? Andromeda, was it Andromeda Prep? Oh no, here, this is it. Andromeda, oh, I need to install the thing first, don't I? <laughs> I've downloaded it, but I haven't installed it yet. So MPCHC 1.7, yes. Verified publisher, Photos Zephyropolis. English sounds good, let's do that. I accept it all. Forty five million mouse clicks later. Launch probably not because we can just go and uh, double click this now and are you going to open it? Ah, oh, no, this is what you get missing codec. This is what Windows 10 Media Player does. So let's go and open this now. Um, sure. And drag that into here. Is that how it works? Opening. Yes. Yeah, see? This works much better than VLC. This works so much better than VLC. Let's make my brother full screen here, y'all. There. Perfect. Uh, is that like a loop function? Probably is, isn't there? Repeat or loop after playback. Video track, audio track, full screen zoom, repeat forever. <laughs> Perfect. Ah, there we go. And then you know you could just you could zoom into that last frame, or you could do all kinds of things uh, to that last frame. You can render a longer animation. But I think you know for a day's work, not so bad at all. Thank you so much, Rod. Thank you, thank you, David. Very exciting. We can also compare it to the one that I rendered out earlier. So that was done. This wasn't even 1080. This is only 12, um, 1280 <coughs> by 720. Let's do that. Let me see if I can. Is that still in the trash can? I think I've just. Yeah, there we go. This is the large animation that I did um, earlier. Let's go pop that in. Uh, full screen. Yes, sir. I think what works really, really well about our new animation that we've done together was um, Christina's plain overlay, that we don't get that that black strap in the background there. I think that is that is that works really well. But in regards to the effect, revealing her that way, I think, you know, very, very cool. There's a hole in the spacesuit. Oh yeah, that's that's not going to help with breathing, is it? There's oxygen kind of creeping into there. 
I don't think I, I don't think I've done a fog overlay into the front here. What's that? Yeah, the, I'm just going to do it now. <laughs> Julia's telling me, play the other one, play the other one. I'm doing it, I'm doing it. <laughs> oh, there we go. Well, let's render it again in 4K and play that one back. <laughs> again, let's, let's do that, let's do another one. Well, there we go. Even though there were some technical issues here, some technical hitches and all, I think we've done a marvelous job here. So you get the fog asset, you get this scene file, you get the whole scene. <laughs> midnight stream. Yes, let's do that, DreamLab. Awesome. Let's just leave the camera running 24-7. And I'll also upload what we've done here. Maybe I'll, I'll go render this out again in maybe not 4K. Maybe I will 4K. Why, why let's be that 4K. That's a good idea. While we're watching something on TV later, I'm going to go render this out. Maybe I'll find something like an audio underlay and I'm going to go and upload that to YouTube. Guys, Oh, Patrick, sorry. Please do. Photoshop tips are always welcome. Uh, preferences, tech preview. Preferences, there we go. Technology previews, no way. What's going down there? Use modifier keys palette, enable Preserve details 2.0 upscale. I caramba. Down. Under under learn more. What what does that do? Do you know what that does? Oh actually it tells me right here. Enlarge your images with the help of artificial intelligence assisted upscaling technologies. Whoa. To enable, check enable preserve details 2.0 upscale above preferences technology You know, choose an image, image size and select preserve details from the resample options. Patrick. Ooh. And while we're here, new feature. So do you think it's going to work if I just go and uh, render this out again in a different resolution? Would that, would that do it, you think? Or do you think I have to go and like 1080, whoops, 19, 1920 by 1080, do you think? Yes. <laughs> that was me, yes. Resample all images in an action. Oh, you think, oh that's clever. Yes, because I, this, is, this is just the media encoder. That's not going to care about that, is it? Hmm. Well, um, let's just, why don't we just try the whole thing? Image, image size, and just go uh, pixels. The action, yeah, but I mean, uh, wouldn't it, wouldn't it, shouldn't it do the same thing if we do this? See how long it takes. Transforming a video layer requires converting it into a smart layer object. Sure. It'll be an interesting, do you think that makes a difference? Yeah, I could, yeah, yes. It's just that I would expect an intelligent software like Photoshop to apply that right now. But maybe you're right, maybe I'd have to do it to all images. Hmm. Okay, let me just go, let me just go back here. Oops. Mac keyboard on a PC, that's not going to frazzle with your brain, is it? <laughs> so tell me again, tell me exactly what I need to do here. I go and 
batch convert all the images, you think. That's an idea. Oh, I need to set up the action first, don't I? Let's use this image as a as an like an action generator here. Record an action. Hmm. How did that work again? That was uh, actions. That's probably a good start here. There we go. And perhaps uh, okay. So let's go. I'm going to make a folder here. I'm call it uh, J's actions. Should maybe call it action J. That's cool. And now we'll go and create a new action in here. Upsample dude. And function key, we're not going to use that. Upsample dude. And uh, record button. We're recording already. So now you say basically image, image size. Is that what I'm using? Ay caramba, we say 1920 by 1080, my man. In thousand DPI now it's set up and set resample. Ah, okay, I'm gonna go and cancel cancel this then. Set up and set resample. Where where is that again? On this screen. On this screen. So oh resample. Ah yes, 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 of course. So preserve details two point zero, that's the thing, isn't it? That's the one? Oh, <gasps> ay caramba, there you go, let's do this, reduce noise, oh, that's kind of noise that, that's still there, I guess, from the, from our render, boom, can you imagine, it actually gets rid of noise that the denoiser missed, <laughs> that'd be kind of cool, wouldn't it, so 100%, and click OK, right, is that cool? I'm just going to do it. Oh my God, this is exciting. Ooh, boom. Okay, that's that image resampled. That's perfect. So now we're going to go stop. Right? Record done. And now we don't really need this image anymore. So I'm going to go close that down. I'm going to go boom. And this one, I'll just go and, uh, and just save it. So we can go and close this down as well. And now we'll go to file. Oh, this is exciting. Batch. Oh my God. JS action upsample dude, that's perfect. Destination, we need to have a folder for the destination. And go and say, and do uh, Andromeda stream. I'm gonna go and put that in here, new folder. I'm gonna call it upscale, upscale, because you know, it's so nice, I've named it twice. And that's where we're going to put that. Script? Oh, it's not batch. It's script. Ay, caramba. It's not, doesn't it work with this? I'm not just playing a set and I'm going to go destination and source is another folder. Isn't that how it works? I thought we're just going to go Andromeda stream, select that folder, and we've got our destination folder. Oh, is it? Oh, okay cancel out of that so scripts image processor is that it mm -hmm. let's do this thing select images to process hmm. select folder uh, andromeda stream perfect <laughs> yeah okay uh, there we go we're learning something new today there are easier ways to do it i've never done anything with with this thing 
So then uh, save as JPEG, same location now, different folder, right? Because let's do this all non-destructively. And oh, I see, so then we go and run an action in J's action up sample, dude, perfect. Include ICC profile, it doesn't really matter. Do we need to f save this? Do we need to do anything with that? Yeah, I've, that, that's, I've done that, but uh, do we need to do anything here? I think we're just going to untick that because otherwise... Oh, quality up. Okay, cool. So let's do 12. That's, that's high, isn't it? Save as PSD, can you imagine? Okay, let's try this, shall we? All the way. What, that's, that's, um, what, is, what is all the way? Oh, PSD, let's do PSD. Let's do PSD. Let's not even do JPEG. Maximize compatibility. No, we don't want to do that. Um, let's try it. Now it turns out re-rendering it in 4K would have been faster, but <laughs> no problem. Yeah, let's do that. I've never imported a PSD image sequence. That's going to be exciting. <laughs> I like what it does to my face, that the, the monitor changing color does, does this to my face. It's, that's kind of cool. It's, <laughs> it's the, got the light show going here. Let's see if it even works. I mean, I can already see this is taking just as long as the as the render, really. Yeah, Disco J, yeah. In total, we have 18 concurrent viewers right now. That is, that's kind of cool. See, this is a round of applause for that. Julia doesn't have her sound effects board there at the moment. We were discussing this the other day. I think Julia needs a microphone of herself what do you think it's just you know sometimes she uh, she says something and and uh, you know there's oh look at that fantastic that's the round of applause is it and sometimes i'm thinking it would be beneficial if julia's narration can be heard better by you know y'all what do you think see dreamlab says uh, dreamlab says you need a mic Julia's not up for that. To the folder, yeah, that's a good idea. It's probably, I mean, just judging by the, by the images here, it takes quite a while. Oh, 68, so yeah, we're gonna, we're, we're getting there, we're getting there. the two-part live stream <laughs> but you know it's also very realistic because it just takes forever to do these things you know <laughs> see alien thinks so as well i think we're gonna get you mike julia and i think if you keep hold of the second stream deck you can then go and mute yourself but if you do say something it'd be good to for everyone to know to to hear this especially if you give me tips and stuff you know i hear them my audience doesn't hear them so we're gonna have to you know It uh, yes, I can see that, Patrick. I'm still thinking, you know.
We're nearly there. This is cool. <laughs> I love it. That is a great idea. We're going to call the campaign Julia Needs a Microphone. This is how these internet things happen overnight. Like within a week, you've got 20 grand and all we needed was a $12 microphone. But thanks for chipping in, boys. That's cool. <laughs> oh, that is so cool. Aha. Looks like we're there. It's, it was my idea, Rod. Seriously, it was Patrick. It was Patrick's idea. No, it's actually a joint decision. But I thought, you know, maybe it's, uh, we don't even know what happens if I go open now. <laughs> it's going to be so cool. So under animations, uh, upscale, upscale, there's PSD here. We're going to select the first one and select image sequence. Look at that. That's actually very cool. So it does work with PSD images. Boom. All right. Are we getting nasty phone calls? We're getting viewer complaints. There, look at that. Okay. Now, uh, what did I do next? Oh, yes, the <laughs> gradient had the background, wasn't it? So let's do that. Uh, we can probably even actually, can't we just copy that from the previous image? Let's go and Andromeda stream. Let's go and open that as well. And then I'll just go and save this. As uh, that was on my desktop, wasn't it? Under, under Andromeda. I'm going to call this Andromeda upscale. Upscale. And now we can just go and copy some of these assets over. So from here, this is going to be like the background. Background, there we go. Let's go and duplicate that into upscale. And in here, we're just going to go and put that underneath the video group. And that just probably doesn't really matter because it's just a thingy object here then my fog I think I don't know if the fog is being brought in in that resolution or if we needed that if we need to re-bring that in yeah so that's that's kind of I'm precious about the fog let's go bring the fog in again manually that was in videos I think somewhere somewhere there we go under assets fog part one there we go perfect so that's there and now we're going to go and uh, duplicate that over here and that opacity we said we're going to drag down to something like like that oh yeah and then we need to put that in in their right places i guess <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> that goes to here, and then of course we need to we need to bring that last image in uh, one more time. And I'll do the same trick as I did before. I'm just going to go and open that by itself for now. Uh, upscale. go to the end here 
and go and duplicate that also into that upscale animation and now we just need to make sure that goes here somewhat like so make that a bit smaller and now we have the same animation hopefully up rest shall we go render this out and then compare yeah good point patrick absolutely uh, export render to video high quality andromeda upscale perfect uh, boom Time for another giveaway. Yeah, let's do giveaway. Come on. Woo Who's gonna win now? My money's on on the restream bot. Okay, here we go. And restream bot, hey, I win. I bet on the restream bot. That's crazy. <laughs> that is not gonna survive the journey over to France, Dave. They are super delicious, though, I must say. So just as a comparison then, uh, this was our current 720p render. Let's have a look at that. This looks actually really cool on my Mac monitor, even coming back. Very nice. Okay, we're going to watch it one more time, and then we're going to watch the new thing. All right. So Andromeda upscale... not bad i mean what i can see on the on the face still and that's just totally the the, the fault of the fact that we only had 100 iterations uh, there's still a little bit of noise here on her head but that was in the original so the the, um, the upscaler can't get rid of that but other than that it looks like we have basically done the render in uh, in 1080 that's that's actually very impressive <laughs> well there we go guys i think i can safely say that was it i hope it was all helpful and if you liked the stream of course then share it with friends family and total strangers very important thank you so much for hanging with me this was a blast uh, remember you get all these scene files and the animations and the photoshop full photoshop files um for y'all to play with have a wonderful uh rest of the weekend don't forget to join me tomorrow uh, subnautica saturday it's going to be very very exciting we're going to go on uh, play with um, jace crab shack about 500 meters below the sea it's going to be very very cool and let's see how many other scary things we're going to discover that's 4 p.m tomorrow eastern standard time join me then i'm also going to do something on monday mixer monday we'll see what happens and uh, thank you so much for being here, Biscuits, as well. Very cool. I hope this was helpful to everyone. Take care, guys. Bye-bye.